Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now. Does, is, is Neil hot? He's hot. You're not hot? Big Neil. Do we have a caller? Do we have a caller? We do. We have uh, the boss of ESPN oh, Radio. He's on the line, Mr. <laughs> Paul Sibilia. Sure. Is that the mole? Mole. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Did you just roll out of bed, big guy? No, what's up? Well, did you know we had a guest on the show today? Yeah. You did? <laughs> How come nobody in this room knew? There's nobody listening to me. Well, oh, so you so you say Where, you told uh, us? Yeah, when? Yeah, I told everybody. Scott <laughs> Everett's coming in. I would consider myself part of everybody, but I didn't know. Did you know Daniel Baldwin? I I was informed by power producer Joe Salzano. I've got things to do. Are you guys going to do this or what? Well, we're doing it right wow, now. Wow, he's grumpy. Oh, he is. He is. I had your whiteboard uh, displayed, too, by the way, and someone took that down. So You had it displayed as yeah, well. The other shows don't want it up, so take it down after each show and put it back up. I've got to put up the... i I got to get off the station. I'm sorry, Daniel. I can't. I can't. There's just the That's surround the, easel, the dopes. We, Neil can do it. Is are Neil's arms painted on? <laughs> <laughs> the dopes. So, wait, so the other shows don't want the betting thing on. Good. I'm going to nail it into the wall. I am going to nail it and screw it. I want to put it on. Well, there. if they're on, it's going to block what they want up. So just take it well, down. But, but 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 then the thing to do is to utilize the whiteboard. They can erase what's on there, and we can rewrite what's on there. Every so we got to rewrite the bets every day. That is insanity. Well, we should have multiple whiteboards that they hang their own whiteboard oh. on there and utilize it. <laughs> I like it. I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna jump out of the window. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna do that. Six months from now, we'll get another there. whiteboard. And Neil will order uh-huh. it. Neil's gonna measure it. Mary's gonna help him. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's the we outlook? Sure those, are, are you around? Are you just fold over? Are you around anybody from the team right now? I mean, have you have you gotten to see anybody from SU? No. Nothing. Yeah, unless no, Dungey's in bed with him, I doubt it. <laughs> well, I don't know. He got there last night. I mean, he could. He, you know, this is a big. He could be out with Dino Babers, at, you know, doing his thing. And I'm just wondering what's the what's the feeling team wise as they as they rove into uh, uh, you know the the beehive nest that is known as the Broncos up there in Western Michigan. I, I don't know. There's no feeling. There's no... <laughs> I haven't seen anybody really. Football is a lot different than basketball. You know, you, when you're on the road with football, they're they're all business. They come in, they go to meetings. They yeah, you don't see the football team on the road. You so you, are you in the hotel with in the them? Elevator. It's not like basketball where it's more laid back and you're going to see a coach and you can talk to them. You know, are are you in the same hotel as them? Yes. Wow. So there's 175 people in that hotel. You they don't eat breakfast. They didn't come down and eat breakfast. <laughs> yeah, listen Do you want to me. me to go to their breakfast tables and ask each of them how they're doing? No, no I'm not I, invited to the team breakfast. No, I'm just wondering if there's a buzz about him. Is, is there excitement? Uh, hey, hey, something else came up. Your favorite employee, okay. Zach, 
Was that in the parking lot? Yeah. I was talking with Zach. Uh-huh. And uh, you know how, you know, I'm wondering if there's any mileage in doing, you know how they do uh, on ESPN game day and you're like at where the tailgating is going on? We should get something like that going on for home games. We should get out there and stream on Facebook a couple of hours of being out in the parking lot. We broadcast from the quad. And who and who's doing that? Some inferior show. Oh, forget. <laughs> I can't. Who's doing? Who does? Who does the the? Who does the 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 uh, streaming? Who, who's doing that? What show? Hello. Uh, yeah. What show is streaming? Don't do it. Uh, no, well, if you want to go do it, do it. That's not, not what I'm asking you. I'm asking you. You said we already do something from the quad. Who's we? We, we do a broadcast with Stephen Fonte up there and Julian Wiggum, former SU football player. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, besides those eight people that listen to that, do you want to turn around and do you want to do? You know what? Cut them off. Hang up on them. Just hang up on them. Hang up. Just hang up. Hang up. Bye. So that was Paulie the Mole. <laughs> Uh, with absolutely nothing to say on the show. Seriously, just hung up on it. Well, you know what? I mean, listen, this is the gong show. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, at some point, you have to look at it and say, oh, is this going anywhere? And the answer is no, it's not going anywhere. He's in a terrible mood. He doesn't really feel like talking. He did not want to be on the show, quite apparently. And, uh, you know, so that uh, to quote Paulie the Mall, what do you want from this stupid show? You know, so, I mean, obviously, there's there's no... Can you give us a buzz. What's going on at Western? You know, I'm trying to get it amped up a little bit and talk about SU's first game on the road at Western Michigan tonight. Uh, you know, a Friday night game. I mean, this is this is exciting. This starts at a, and and you can get a bit of a pulse of where we're going because rightfully so. If you're Syracuse University and you're doing your schedule, most teams that are looking to go to a bowl game and have a successful year. Um, Syracuse has done something that's that's I think good for the program. They don't pick some donut that they're going to go beat fifty two to three. They pick somebody that actually you know is is a decent team on the road on the road in their place, which is very rare too because you're probably going to sell more tickets and make more money to have that in the dome. Um, but so they go there to test their players a little bit. You know they should win this game. They should win this game. I, I'm sure this people scheduling Syracuse's football uh, games is hoping we beat Western Michigan on the road. But let's talk about Middle Tennessee State. Let's talk about you can get stung by a team like this. There's, there's a risk. It wasn't like they played some rollover and they're playing, you know, Wagner, which they play later in the year, and they'll beat them by 60. And let's yeah. talk about Tim Lester, who was the one who recruited Eric Dungy, knows how to defend him. Right, right. Very, Very true. true. So there's a connection with Western. Um uh, and, and I think uh, this is going to be a little bit of a test. I, I, I would not be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if Syracuse is in a battle in this game. I mean, I think this could go either way. Now, if either team was to blow one out, it would be Syracuse blowing them out, getting a, you know, by the time they get that 14 point lead in the first half, they could run that up and win by 30 for sure. With that said, I still think this is going to be a touchdown game for a while. Um, unless unless Western just rolls over and Syracuse overpowers them. You so, can always get your opinion, sir. On the Daniel Baldwin Show for ESPN forty four. That's four three seven seven six four four. We've got we've got a mystery caller calling in right now. Mystery caller. I will not, I will not be hung <laughs> up on. Do we have a mystery caller? I will not be hung up on. Who's Excuse that? me, you, who is this? Uh, I'm sorry, who is name? this please? 
I am the operations manager of ESPN Radio. Oh, really? Do me a favor. I'm sure he's been hung up on before. I assure you. But has he ever been hung up on twice? Go ahead and hang up. Oh, wow. Yes. Hey, now. Now, if I can attempt to bring some decorum to this train wreck of a show. Yes. Coming up at 1030 uh, this morning, Seth Everett, who's going to be hosting our post-game shows all SU football season, will uh, join us as uh, we count down to kickoff. I like that. I want to talk to Seth about I like about the, uh, the the the. I th- listen, when we went over picking the games, mm-hmm. this was one of the games. Is he calling again? No, we're not taking his call. We're not ta- listen, look how great this. We're not even going to take his call. Neil, go in the other room, please, and tell him. Sorry, we're very busy. We're very. We're, the phones we are guests. full. We have we're, phones are full. Phones are full. We have full. guests. Thank we you. Have guests. Thank you. Thank you very much. So we're going to leave them all hanging. Uh, we're <laughs> oh, not going to take. Great. Let me tell you something. You want to fire this kid up? This was better than giving him an IV drip of espresso. Oh, this He's going to so be. Good. I'm going to be getting text messages. How dare you? But, but you know what? He had nothing for but, us. By the way, no, you won't. You won't get a text from Paulie saying "How dare you?" No, he won't care. He'll go back to sleep. He'll forget. And by Tuesday, he'll forget all about it. Mm-hmm. Or Wednesday, whenever he gets back. Yeah. How long does it take him to get? He's got a game now. When's he coming back? About nine days. He's what? I said, I'm sorry, sir. We're very busy. We don't have any time to take callers, and he's. He's very annoyed at me. I'm probably going to get fired. He's like, he's like, I'm coming on this show right now. And I said, I'm sorry, sir. We're busy. We don't have time for callers right now. He's like, put me on right now. He's back on the line. <laughs> get him. Get him. Because now he's angry. Go. Well, let's see what we got. Yes, caller. Are you there? I feel like I have a dumped boyfriend right now. And I'm going to call until you <laughs> Uh, 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 oh, I'm sorry. Is this Paul again? I'm a, psych- I'm a psycho ex-boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to keep calling you. Yeah, you can keep Until... calling, and we can just keep hanging up. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. Wow. The mole three times. You won't you have once. Twice. Twice. Three times a mole. I love it. And I'm hanging up on you. There you go. He's gone again. Uh, I think he might get the message this time, but you never know. He might call back later again. Yeah, just ignore that blinky light now, I guess. Yeah, well, now I know why. You busy him out? Nice, thank you. (laughs) Wow. You busy. Now he's getting a busy tone. I like that. Oh, that's so great. He's getting a (laughs) dial tone. But what what if the the one guy calls in and it's busy? I can't remember. What's his name? Eh. Who's... Yeah, you know, Alec Baldwin. Yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> if our one caller, Alec Baldwin, gets in, I think we can. Gonna... Yeah, maybe, maybe if, if Alec's voice is back, we can yeah. get him on to break the news to the mole's history. He's not on the show anymore. <laughs> Joel Salzone's own power producer's salary has just doubled. Ooh. He will be producing wow. the Daniel Baldwin show. That means he'll be making twenty-four thousand dollars a year. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wish I made that much. That's terrible, <laughs> said Joel Salzone. He is he has turned shows around on this network. Are you watching this game tonight, then? Are you watching it? Well, well, here's what I'm confused about. So, is it eligible to watch on television? Yes. Or is yes. it just CBS. on the radio? CBS Sports Network. Okay. So, not like Channel 5 CBS. It's like so 100 So, I gotta find it something. on some obscure cable Brent channel. Brent X tweets it out. If you follow Brent X on Twitter, he'll, he'll tweet out everything. Yeah. I love X. He's, he's, the best. he's on top of it. He's so good. It's one of his favorite he's things so to do. He's but, good, of course, though. you can hear it. So, 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 my idea was, and, and I, of course, I went to Zach with it. I don't know what I was thinking about. Um, but I said... Why don't we do, even if we just take lift some of it, like an NFL game day, why don't we go to the parking lot like they do on NFL game day on ESPN and do Syracuse home games for a couple hours before the game and have fans interactive and do some stuff? You know, wouldn't that be fun? 
I know you're out, but go ahead. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, yeah. right? Well, yeah. no, no, but it's not fair to ask you to do that when you think about the fact that, I mean, you drive equally as far as I do. We're way up north. And so by the time you're here for a four-hour show in the morning and then you literally roll out of that with 10, 15 minutes in between shows and do this, and you've got a family and everything. Yeah, I, but I, I do a couple tailgates a year. I'll go out with you a couple right. tailgates a year. Well, to have you as a celebrity guest star, for, but I'm talking about you know the six or seven home games that they have. I'd like to, if you're going to do that, you should do it every week. Sure. And so I'm thinking we stream that, we do that, that would be fun, even yeah. if it's outside of the radio station. You know, we, yeah. we, if Ed's all right with uh, the great Ed Levine, by the way, mm. um, power owner and money broker, um, if we were to have ESPN radio show, but that's when we need that sign made and blah, blah, blah. You would be available to do that? Yes. Oh, Neil on camera. I think that'd be good. I'd, I'd show you how to do the whole setup, and I'll do a couple of them because I'm going to be down there anyways. We do a couple for the other station, a couple down there. So. Okay, so who does? So right now, um, Infante does some kind of a show. Is it from the? You said from quad. the quad. It's from the quad. Okay, and but is the quad where the tailgate goes on? Or yeah, is it a the, little bit. There, yeah. But there's people out in their like parking spots and stuff. Yeah. And, and and the great one does a. I don't know if he's doing it this year. I don't want to speak out of school, but he does one big tailgate usually a year. So okay, so it, 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 you know, as as I think of my years uh, in college and playing football and doing the different things I did, if you wanted to blow this out, you do it from the front lawn of a different frat house every every year. That's how you do it. So then the frat house has a party. And then you turn around from their front lawn and you do the ESPN show with them in the background going insane. The weirdest thing about the frat houses, though, and you'll see it this year, is that they go in the opposite direction. There's a big part. There's a big uh, parking lot at the end of what street is that? I, I don't. know. It's like the one that comes up. It's where all the frat houses are. You'll, I don't right, know. Right, I know row, you're talking row, about. Right. Though. There's a parking lot and an apartment complex at the end of that street, the opposite direction from the dome, where they all go and party and. Well, yeah, that's but, where but, it gets raucous. But, but 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 okay, so so take this and think about it for a minute. Um, not every frat house has a giant party every weekend. Usually, they try to see who's mm-hmm. doing what, so that because they'll they'll play inter frat. You know, they yeah. want guys to yeah. come. So if you were to turn around and take the four biggest frats and do four of these at their house, trust me, they're not going down to the parking lot. Everyone's going to show up for the camera time and to do the show. Or I think a large number. Maybe it's a bomb. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, I don't know SU sports that well. I know that sometimes I get a little surprised that we're not sold out for home games. You know, I mean, I... I I'd like to change that. Well, you d- you discussed it one week when I was off, is how it has like the highest school st- uh, school spirit or whatever. But yeah. like the student section's empty for football. For football. Right. Well, I think I think what you have to look at is the is the fact that this is the the big show in town. This mm-hmm. and, and I'd say football right now is next to basketball with Jim Beheim's presence and their success. So, with that said, you can get people to load up and come here, but uh, I don't see a gigantic. School presence. I mean, go to it. I invite you to go to an Ohio State game. Right, right, right. I invite you to go to a Michigan game oh, where yeah. the place is packed. You could fill the seats with mostly students at some of those games. Yeah. And because it's Michigan against Ohio State, half of all, half the stands are filled with Ohio State fans that are taking the trip because it's such a huge rivalry. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I'd like to see more SU fans show up and see that sea of orange out there. And, I agree. And, get, and, and I think we can help that along. But I, I'm thinking more how much fun it would be. To have you know, I love watching Lee Corso and Kirk Kurt Herbstreit and and those guys, in you know doing their show with the fans in the background for the school going crazy. Yeah, you know, and then you get the one guy who says, "I don't know if we can do it today." Wow! Yeah, you know, yeah, they yeah. go crazy. <laughs> Let's go to break. We'll come back. We'll talk more sports on the big show. 
This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, and we're back. And um, we've got a guest coming on at 10.30, Big yeah. Seth. He's yeah. coming on. He's going to talk to us about uh, SU football. I think what we need to do is we probably need to get out our picks and I'd like to get uh, his opinion on where he thinks the program is going this year. And, you know, one of the things I, I received a lot of uh, Twitter activity and people pulling me aside at functions that I've been at in the last week or so since I made my predictions about um, where the team I think is going to end up this year record-wise. Uh, let me elaborate on this a little bit more. And that is, I think that if we play and we we are in close games in a, in a in a majority of these games and and I think there are a couple of times where we're probably going to get fed to the lions um particularly when we go to clemson because clemson lost uh, almost knocked them their 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 team out of viability for the national title they rebounded and and ended up in the fight but uh, they're not going to forget that they lost that game here. I, I I don't think Syracuse will fare well on the road in Clemson. I think that they're going to run it up, and I think they've got a message to give them. And that doesn't mean Syracuse can't give them a game. These are Division One college football teams. But the point that I'm trying to make is if Syracuse plays Wake, if Syracuse plays Louisville, if Syracuse plays Boston College, the games that we know we should, we have a, a real ability to win and that we have to win if we want to become a more successful program in the wins and loss column. But in as far as how the team is improving and in the right direction, if these are one and two touchdown games, if these are touchdown and a field goal games, that's a vast improvement to what we did last year where we got blown out by teams. That, you know, I, I'm not worried about Dungy and the offense. I'm not worried about that as much. I'm worried about the fact that we give up 68 points to a team. I'm worried about that we give up 52 points to a team. You uh, you know, if you're going to get involved in a track meet, you better get track players that run really really fast and throw the ball every down and be in that kind of a University of Houston Cougars offense, you know, where you're just doing a run and shoot, run and gun and you're throwing the ball all the time cuz you know you need to score 50 to win. Um, I don't think that that's Syracuse's team. I don't think that we have the offensive line to execute something like that. Where and, and here's what I mean by that: when the when the defense knows you're going to throw three quarters of the time, seventy five percent or more, those defensive linemen and linebackers are coming at you with blitz packages and stunts on the inside because they're not guarding against the run. They know you don't run the ball. If you're not going to have balance in your attack, so that's why I don't think we're going to have that kind of a, a of an offense. I think it's going to be you know more what Coach Babers has showed us where there's you know a, a true blend of running and screening and draws and, and a variety of things that he likes to be able to run offensively. With that said, you cannot afford to give up. You're not going to win a lot of games when you give up over 40 points. You're just not. So, But when you're giving up over 50 and 60, so if we're in closer games and we only win four, which is, I believe I said we were only going to win four or five games here. You I have them losing tonight. I, I do. I, I, I think... Um, you and Neil. Yep. Uh, I, I think that uh, uh, for them to go into Western and win on the road is going to be a bigger a bigger thing than you think. This is not an easy game. Now, if they were to play 10 times, I think this is going to be a 5-5, five 6-4 and five, six and four for Syracuse record if they play these guys. Is this one of those six? I hope so for Syracuse's sake. I really do. Because if they lose this game, boy, that's a, you know it's going to be a, a long year. Um, I happen to have some friends that are uh, involved in the Mid-American Conference, and Western's no joke. They've improved. 
they were uh, like a, a four or five win team uh, win team last year. They could vie for the MAC title this year. I mean, they could win nine, eight. So, but they have to win in their division. And who they play are not as good week in and week out as the teams that Syracuse are going to play. This is why it's a must win for Syracuse. They have to win this game. I do. In my in my picks, I think this is the upset of the week. I think Syracuse is probably going to lose. Um, now, I get all kinds of criticism for saying that. Um, but that's because I went to Ball State. I played at Ball State. I know about football in the Mid-American Conference. And I'm telling you, we used to love seeing teams like this come in thinking they were going to come beat us up in our backyard. No, that's not how it goes. Yeah. For Western, this is one of the biggest games of the year for them. They're going to come out the gate really, really hot. It's just, it's just like this. Now, there's a statistic that I can give you from a gambling standpoint that will make you money for the rest of your life. And here it is. Interdivisional home dogs on Monday night football cover over 90% of the time. Now, what does that mean? The Jets, let's say down the road, are playing New England. And they're playing New England at home. Two teams in the AFC East. So they're interdivisional and the Jets are home. And they're an underdog by six. Take the Jets every time. Because for the Jets... This is the Super Bowl for them. This is the one time they're going to be on national television playing against a big team, and they're going to be so up for this versus New England going, well, it's the Jets in New York. you know. And, and, and you'll see that as far as the point spread is concerned, New England will come back and win that by a field goal late. They'll win the game, but they're not going to win by six. Now, does it ever happen? Of course it happens that interdivisional home dogs do not cover on Monday night. But it doesn't happen a lot. Since the inception of Monday Night Football, it's over a 90% cover. You can make a lot of money going by that rule. So I think we're going to go to break early on this one right now. Let's do a quick uh, break. Seth Everett, host of your Burdick Ford post game, is coming up next here on the Daniel Baldwin Show. Burdick Ford. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, and we're back. And Seth Everett, Seth Everett is on the phone, who's going to talk to us about uh, everything in this sport. Seth, are you there? Well, we're not really on a phone. I'm actually in a studio. Ooh, ah. crystal clear. Ooh. Seth? I want to be uh, clear that uh, we're not going to do this post-game show on a phone. Seth Everett, host of your Burdick Ford post-game <laughs> show right here on ESPN. He is a writer for Forbes, MLB expert for NBC Radio. He's an SU alum, and he's on with Daniel Baldwin right now. Well, I'm on my cell phone, so ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. I, I didn't realize we do this show on FaceTime. Uh, no, that, that's nice. Um, I heard you last segment just predicting losses. You do want to become popular in this city, right? Uh, you know, I I, I came uh, from uh, doing the best damn sports show period for a long time. And, sure, with uh, and, Rob Dibble, right? Yeah, Rob was on that show. It was it was yep. Chris Rose, myself, um, uh, uh, John Sally, uh, and uh-huh. uh, and. Uh, and a couple of other, you know, guys came in out. Stephen A. Smith got his start really pretty much with us, and uh, and then I t- I went back to you know I was still doing movies at the time, but but the, the, I guess the thing that I'm trying to point out is because I'm not a guy that's known to be in the mix of sports, and I'm an actor, um, I just say what I think, you know, and and, oh, so, okay. and so I never really, you know, I, I I always say, you know, I have the largest family alumni in the history of Syracuse University, over 100 Syracuse University graduates from the Baldwin family. So with that <laughs> said, and, 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 and so I know what it's like to bleed orange and so on and so forth, Seth, 
But I have to be realistic about where I think. And, and, and honestly, what an improvement is to me would be to be in touchdown games, you know, to be and, sure. not, and not lose by 30 or, you know, give up 60 points to a team. I think that's a, a move in the right direction. I think Coach Babers has us going that way. Um, uh, and I think but if that, you're if you're in town, I didn't mean to cut you off, but if you're yeah. in town and a listener who heard you say that says, hey, man, how come you didn't pick us to win the game? Do you ever just look at them right in the eye and go, oh, no, 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 I was acting? No, I don't ever say that. You know, <laughs> you know what I say? Hey, what was the score of that game? <laughs> That's what I usually say. You know, uh, nice. somebody Very said nice. to me, uh, uh, there was the, 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 the Central Florida game last night, and I went out on uh, on a couple of social media sites, and I said, if there was ever a bet that you were going to make right now in your life in college football, <laughs> lay the wood and take Central Florida. If they don't win this game by 40 points, I'll eat my TV. And they destroyed them. They well, destroyed it's funny them. that you mentioned, you mentioned uh, gambling, because I did a study on this uh, for Forbes when the gambling – first was legalized the this idea that you know suddenly uh nfl viewers or college football viewers were going to come back remember the nfl over the last two years has been down 20 percent in television viewership Mm -hmm. that all these people are going to come back because there's legalized gambling and my question to you and i asked this to the audience and i said this on twitter then all i say is do you think the guy making his first legal bet is making his first bet Like, do do you think any people are saying, you know what, I was against gambling, but now I'm in? Like, I don't know where the growth is going to come. I think the fact that it's legal just means radio stations and television stations can talk about it. Well, uh, and, and I think that you bring up a good point. I'll say this. Do you think that since they legalized marijuana in Colorado, the guys that are buying that marijuana are taking their first hit of weed? Yeah, first hit. First hit. <laughs> so, so, so there may be, because it's legal, the stigma removed from 1% of those people. But no, I, I totally get your point. And, 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 and I think the answer is obvious. Uh, but what it's Very about nice. is, is generating revenue for each state. That's all they're going to do it for. So, because sure, and the leagues are trying to get a piece of it. And right. I don't blame them for trying. And, no. and go for it. Well, there's a know, that's why they legalized the weed. They knew it was going on anyway, and they thought, well, let's make some money. Right, right. Yeah, yeah no The doubt. only thing was, the, uh, the, the, uh, I heard the, the dispensaries in Colorado, they, um, they're, they're susceptible to burglaries because they're, they deal in cash. And they, so the, the the robbers know there's a lot of cash in the register, right? And and you know it's not it's not you don't you don't buy pot on Apple Pay, I guess apparently. Right? No, you don't. You know, and, and another thing that's really interesting about that is from what I've read. From now, what now, I've read. Now, now now you're the guy that gets the prescription, <laughs> and you buy it once and have the prescription, and you grow it right in your backyard, and, and then you turn around, and you get pulled over, and go. Yeah, man, I got a prescription. So how many people are just growing or getting their own weed anyway once they get qualified to do it? So, yeah, it's a, it's a catch-22. Catch how many people will be stoned during the third quarter of the Syracuse game tonight? Uh, let's, let's, let's open up the legalized gambling and bet on that. <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> um, so tell me something. Western Michigan on the road. You know, one of the things that I pointed out is, you know, I like programs that – uh, like Syracuse is that it's going to take on somebody that's not you know Wagner. It's not one of these games where you're just going to fluffy chicken it and bury them. This is going to be a decent game, I think. What's your opinion? Well, you know, a lot of people are talking about this as being a great litmus test uh, for the game, and I, I said this yesterday with Brent. Now I've been saying this pretty much since we acknowledged that we were going to do the post games. I just think this team 
needs to play crisp. I do not think winning is the be-all to end-all. I think that we all see the eye test, and I think we know when this team is hitting on all cylinders, uh, silly penalties, uh, you know, dumb mistakes, um, you know, unforced errors, things like that. Um, if they play a crisp game and lose, you know, thirty-one to twenty-eight, I'll sleep well at night. I, that, that's not going to bother me. The thing that will get this, uh, that will turn that post-game show into a rant fest, will be. If this team, after all that practice and all that time and all that expectation and all that preparation, plays a sloppy game, that's more. That's the only thing I'm counting on. Well, I got to say that as a um, as a former MAC player, I would say that when you're playing in one of these first two games, unless you're Michigan and you're going to go on the road and take on Alabama and make a statement in the beginning, um, yeah, and, and again, you risk losing that game. I think that because Syracuse is playing, and when you look at ACC versus the Mid-American Conference, they're playing down. So I think they have to win that game to make a statement that otherwise the risk didn't pay off. You know, I mean, you don't want to come out of the division and do a Middle Tennessee State like they did last year. I think that this is a very important win for them, actually. Um, uh, because if they don't beat Western... Then there's probably about seven other games that they that 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 unless they improve greatly that they're going to lose this year for sure. Right, right. The the the, the conversation has been if this was a four and eight team the last two seasons, improvement has to be shown in the win total. That means either five and seven or six and six. And I think six and six is a realistic goal. I think five hundred is always a goal whenever you're a sports franchise. I don't care if it's football, basketball, ping pong. It, it doesn't seem to matter. I, I think 500 is always a good benchmark, and uh, that would be a step forward. And like I said, you know, Dino Babers has said all the right things. I think he is incredibly charming. You listen to him on the radio shows and, and, and uh, you know, the television shows. He just seems like a really good guy, and you want to root for him. Um, and that, 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 that's why I think it's important. I, I think that for this program, the only thing that is unacceptable is a step backward. On the air with Seth Everett, host of your Burdick Ford post game tonight after the game Believe right here it. on ESPN. Believe it. So, so Seth, I gotta. You bring up a good point because you opened this with saying, you know, did I did I want people to like me and like my show? <laughs> they, you, you you hit on the head for me. The hardest. I was part. kidding. You know, no, no, that, no, right? no, 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 no. But but no, you. But you, but you do. You really do. And so, uh, with that said, the hardest part for me has been exactly your description of Dino Babers. Because I don't want to say, he, he makes me reluctant to report responsibly what I think as a prognosticator and a sports person. Um, because you just want to see the guy succeed. He's such a good shot in the arm for Syracuse, for the university, for those kids, that you want him to succeed, but then you, you that balance of having to say what you really think and being accurate versus taking into consideration how much you really admire this man. And that, that's been the struggle for me, actually. You know, I, I, I see that, and you know, but I've thought that about Scott Schaefer. I thought that about Doug Marone. I, I you know, I've I've said in the past that you know, I find I find these guys to be charming, and you know, I, I like the idea that I want somebody that's going to be here for ten years. I want somebody that's going to be here for a while, and just to have a sense of pride. I want the anticipation. I I have had this debate with Brent all the time. Because I hear his shows and they pump the, the opening game, the opening.
opening game, the opening game. And look, I know what the city is. The city has been my home. The city has been something that I take very, very seriously. But people are not naive. And when there's a lack of buzz around the football program, the whole summer is affected. The whole community is affected. Because the reality of it is is that anticipation that you're waiting for is really when the, when the hoop season begins. And that's a difference in this town than from when I lived here. And I just think that that's what your goal is. What is, what, what is your goal? Is your goal to play in the Outback Pizza Bowl or whatever they're called? Okay, fine. If, if, if that's your goal, I'm fine with it. But my goal is just to, to restore a sense of dignity and a sense of anticipation for the program. That's a great way to look at it, a sense of anticipation. Because I'll tell you, I do think if they only win four games this year, but they're in each game in the last you know six minutes of the fourth quarter, I think that's a vast improvement because last year there was about seven games there are six that we weren't, and, and certainly three that we were down by 25. I mean, so, you know, I think that uh, throwing out Clemson and maybe Notre Dame that are perennial powerhouses nationally ranked in the top 10, um, where those are games where if they got away from us, it's it's understandable to me. But to be in the game against Wake, to be in the game, Boston College is no joke this year. They have a formidable offensive line. They have a running back who may be in contention for the Heisman Trophy. And don't kid yourself, that team could threaten Clemson. I mean, they're that good. So there are some games that you normally look at at Syracuse and say, well, we should be able to win that game. That may be a problem for us this year. But if we're in the games, in my yep. opinion, that if we're in the games and they're touchdown 10-point games and we, we're a threat to win the game and we lose, I think that's an improvement because I don't think that was true of last year. No, I, I thought there were flashes of it, but it was an inconsistency. And I thought that was what was frustrating because people would see – you know, what time, you know, they, they would see the high moments and they didn't understand why those they couldn't sustain high moments. I think that had a lot to do with injuries and had a lot to do with the quarterback. So I think that, look, he's healthy. I think that uh, he's motivated. Um, you know, there's been so much talk about how all the people on Western Michigan know him. That's very nice. They can go out to dinner after the game. <laughs> do me a favor. Just the, 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 the idea that, you know, he comes in and just plays um, – cohesive just you know have a plan uh, delay a games i can't handle uh, you know uh, s- silly fumbles can't handle don't botch the the handoff from the from the snap from the center just do things that are tight that in past years i mean th- th- I-, I can tell you this story daniel this is how i became the host of this post game show because the guys at espn syracuse know that i'm the guy throwing stuff at shoes at my television every time this team would frustrate me mm. and so the comment was, well, you watch the games anyway. Why not talk about it for an hour? <laughs> that, yeah, that's that's how the, That's how this started. So this idea that we talk about all of these particular things, I will notice the eye test. I will watch this team, and you'll see after one quarter of play what kind of a night this is going to be. And if they play sloppy and win, you'll take it, but it won't be a fun postgame show. <clears throat> well, I'll tell you that uh, when Georgia Tech came into town – to play um, basketball against the girls at Syracuse. The head coach at Tech is an old dear friend of mine. And so she said, will you come into the locker room and speak to my team before the game? And I thought about it and I thought, you know, I'm on a show supporting Syracuse. But I said, you know what, I'll come. 
I'll come on and I'll talk to them. And I went in and I said to them, and I think this is what you're alluding to, because it comes down to one word. I said, when you look at the scholarship athletes that you have here at Georgia Tech and you look at the athletes that that they have at Syracuse, is there that great a difference? Is there that significant a difference, with the exception of maybe every once in a while you get one player who's just so good? But really, is there that much of a difference? Do you practice any less or any more, any harder, any less hard? Is your game plan, no, no, not at this level, not by this time midway through the season. What it boils down to is is execution. And if you're going to take your plan, and you're going to go out and make sure that this person is in this gap and this ball is thrown at this time and so-and-so hands off the ball and ball, and you execute your game plan properly as you practice it, you will be in the game most of the time and you'll have an opportunity to win those games. So really, I, I totally agree with you and I would identify what you're saying is if Syracuse University executes in 10 games against Western Michigan, they're going to win eight of them, nine. You know I mean? They're better, but it's going to come down to execution for sure. Sure. It's going to be a lot of fun and uh, looking forward to it. And, uh, and then after the game, looking forward to talking to you folks. And uh, it's going to be a great, great time. Looking forward to it too, man. Let's, uh, let's toast a victory this year. I, I want to be wrong and have Syracuse win at Western. Watch out for the Mac, though. Seth, thank you so Seth much for coming Everett, on. Host of your Burdick 4 post-game <laughs> show tonight following the game. We'll come right back. It's Daniel Baldwin Show. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey, now. And we're back. And we have a caller, a mystery caller. Uh, we've had so many callers. I would, I would like to apologize. Oh. I'm a little today. Oh. What are you apologizing for, Mole? I'm, I'm a little puffy today. I'm just. I'm retaining water. I did. You want me to send you some Midol? Some Midol tablets? No. No, No. that whiteboard is going to send me to the. It's just going to. It's going to drive me crazy. Why people were complaining after our show that there was a whiteboard in here? Yeah, it's just. Yeah, it's like why is there a whiteboard in our studio, and then why did our whiteboard go down? It's like it's so stupid. (laughs) I'm on it. Like just move it, both of you. It's it's not hard. Doesn't doesn't the don't the other like I I would think I would think and this is just me I would think of literally for the expense of them from a production standpoint if we did have and Fonte had one and Axe had one and you could just like you said if it was on suction cups whatever and you put it in the background isn't there so much stuff those guys could do with those shows uh, with with the, yeah, with the that, board on their shows yeah I, mean, I, I I agree with you that's totally up to them what they want to do I'm trying you know I. If they want to do it, they can do it. Wow. We should make it um, you know, that they have to display mandatory. my whiteboard at all times. I want that in my, I want that in my new contract with that. I have no contract just with that. Do you guys have contracts with that? <laughs> no. You have no contract with that? I do, yeah. You've got to have a contract, right? I, mean, I you, do, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, know, you can't just walk out the door and take the, the K, great K-Rock Josh, most dominant morning show in the state of New York, out the door with Mr., you. Uh, Mr. Levine takes very good care of me. Yeah, I got a contract. Okay. Oh, I'm locked in. Well, you got nothing? He could kick you to the curb no. at any given second? Yes. Wow. Well, believe me, he's I got probably nothing. thought about I got it a million times. I got nothing. And what's even better is I am Daniel Baldwin, so I own the rights to that show. But I'm wondering, does a great one come to me and try to, try to lure me in with a big contract? 
If you want to catch tonight's show, <laughs> the Burdick Ford postgame show, you can get it on your smart speaker. Just search ESPN wow. Syracuse on your Alexa app and click enable on the ESPN Syracuse skill. Did, did you hear it, how fast the contract guy jumped in and just, just ended that conversation? <laughs> wow. Wow, it's that was strong. I don't need to have a meeting with the I'm sorry, I'm, sorry I'm reaching down right now. Is that rectal bleeding right now going on? No. I've lost that for a second. Yeah, I was, Paulie said there's a pregame show at the press room pub. Pub. Before the game yep. and immediately following Four the horn. Is that, uh, is that game. the Marriott that wants me over there all the time? Uh, so let me no, ask you a question. No, Marriott's are Saturday pregames prior to actual home game. Okay, let me ask you this. What did you, did you, you're you not listening to the show, correct? How much time do I have, Joe? you got to get off? No, I listened. I thought you and Seth were great. You're about three seconds over now. Okay, good. I'm going to go 30 seconds over. Right. I'm in so, charge. You can so, go as so long listen, as you listen, want. Listen, listen. Wow, look at him trying to make up, huh? Um, what if we did a show from the front lawn of a frat house before, the, like on Saturday? Forget about it. If you got guys already in the quad and got guys. And besides, when I think about it, Syracuse doesn't really have, you know, the dome parking like you would, or, or even like the Bills. That that would be a great place to do a show from. But I got an idea. What if what if I approach a couple of the, of the frats and say, hey, I want to do my show Saturday a couple hours from your front lawn? I bet you any money they go wild for that. How about we do live hits from a tailgate? So instead of going to a frat, but where's we the tailgate at? They tailgate in different parking lots. So we'll go from parking lot to parking lot and we'll drop food off for people. Oh, you see. Daniel yeah. Baldwin delivers food and and we'll hang out. How about how about how about we sit we sit now, 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 try to picture this now. I'm going a different direction here. We sit on the front lawn. We have Liverpool pool and spa drop off the portable thing with the with the honeys and the bathing suits and and, and we do it from the front lawn of a frat and just bake it. Bake it up. I'll be back okay. on Monday because we're going to be baking it up, baby. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>